Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to another episode of Money Honeys, where we, Freddie, Chantel, and Jevin, like boarding jets and like morning sex. But there's nothing in this world that we like more than checks. All we really want to see is money. money. We don't really need the D. We need the money. money. All a bad bitch really need is money. Ladies, how are we this week? <laughs> I'm better now after that. Yeah. Tell you that much. That was a little hit of caffeine I needed. You know, just a little something for the end of the week. <laughs> this week, I mean, honestly, the past couple weeks have been chaotic, been mm-hmm. hectic. Like your wedding mm-hmm. was a bright spot. Mm. The bright spot, I'd say. Thank you. Uh, for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Feel the same way. But uh, I, should I say this now? Yeah, it's coming out soon. I am quitting my job. What? Hey. Oh. <laughs> How do we feel? I mean, this is like kind of iconic because the podcast was here when I first really started yeah. this full-time job. Mm-hmm. And now we've seen it to completion. <laughs> <laughs> True fans will remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just really miss the freelance lifestyle. And mm-hmm. honestly, I love, you know, the production company. I love Creator Plus and the mission. I just didn't want to be in marketing anymore. And that's something yeah. I didn't even really talk about publicly because it kind of felt like I was selling out mm-hmm. in a weird way. Um, but that's what the production company needed at the time, someone to help them make marketing assets. And my heart hurt the entire time mm. I was doing it because yeah. you don't lead the creative, right? And I noticed that like whenever I, you know, a note would that came across my desk that I thought was stupid and not the point of what I was trying to convey, I would get like, Kerfuffled, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "This isn't the job for me." Mm-hmm. If I if I'm feeling this way all the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keyword all the time. Always. And the keyword is five. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I emailed a couple other clients I had before I went to full time, and was like, "I'm back on the market." And they were like, "Okay, come on over. Mm-hmm. We got some gigs for you." And I'm like, "Great." So I'm wow. leaving. September 16th. September 16th. Yeah. It's well, congratulations. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes you got to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's me. Do you feel lighter? Oh, my God. You have no idea. Yeah. The th- and this is the thing. I think, well, first of all, it's in the air. I know so many people. Beyonce said, release your job. And everyone said, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Word. Yeah, like, let's go. Um, but yeah, it's. I know a lot of people who are quitting right now. Wow. Um, and I don't, 
I also think that perhaps this generation and younger generations are seeing um, the bullshit behind a full-time salaried position. Because yes, you get bennies. Those are great. We love the bennies. But like the freelance lifestyle, y'all, is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Shanti, have I well, you? I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, how are you? Um, Married. I know. The wedding was so fun. Incredible. Um, thank you both for being there. I mean, what a fun ass wedding. I like, can't even deal. <laughs> it was one of my favorite weddings oh, I've ever been to. Sure. For real, for real. That's like the only feedback that we wanted. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we want to beat everyone else. <laughs> I just want to say I won best mess at the wedding. Mm-hmm. I won messiest guest. So yeah. yes, you, know? you did. You got your whole little award and everything. And I broke it <laughs> fifteen <laughs> minutes later. Yes, immediately stumbled outside. Ate shit and broke it. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. We're like we bestowed this award. Properly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the wedding was like, um, it it was great. mm -hmm. It was so, so fun. Um, I definitely want to do an episode kind of just of like wedding learnings and even of just like what, like what's like the monetary cost of having like a fun ass wedding that is truly everything that like only the stuff that you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, me too. Because I think it's more expensive. <laughs> well, it's like, like a lot more. <laughs> where do you put your money? Do you put your money at the apps? Right. Do you put your money at the flowers? Do you put your money like that's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. If I want a fun ass wedding, where mm-hmm. should I be funneling the cash? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll find out. <laughs> No. Some other time. Some other time. <laughs> Not after the break. We're still we're, we're still, still chatting. We're, we're still chatting. Stick with us. Stick with us. So I guess circling back to like the freelance lifestyle, like I've actually like work for me has been really slow. Like when I say slow, I mean like I haven't had like a brand deal or even like a pitch for one since, you know, April. And it is uh-huh. September now. So it's a little like, hmm. What am I gonna do? Maybe, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I and I think it really is like a lot of it is the landscape right now. Yep. Social media, like I think brands are kind of dialing back their creator budgets, um, and so I think with that, management teams and all of, all of those you know agents who do those negotiations and do the pitches, like they've kind of had to like take a step back and reevaluate a new strategy and a new approach. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so many creators out there now, mm-hmm. a lot of brands right now are very specific in the types of creators that they're looking for versus you know if you're more of just like a lifestyle creator, you can kind of fit into like different brands and buckets. But right now they're looking for a someone who's based in LA ages 18 to 24 vegan who also has two dogs wow no it's real yes it's, wow. it's so like, stupid it's so specific now so it's just kind of weeding out a lot of you know opportunity yeah. for those of us who just aren't like who that. don't have that specific <laughs> descriptor as as a creator you know right so I've just been a little like you know just trying to figure out like you know social media and this landscape and this way of making money isn't going to last forever. No. And we knew that, yeah. you know? Um, so I think it's just a matter of pivoting and figuring out, like, how can I still create, monetize it, but not be so dependent on brands all the time? And I haven't figured out 
that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do kind of today want to talk about the science behind brand deals and like how they work. I know a lot of people who may not be in the creator space, you know, they'll just, you know, scroll and see people doing, you know, uh, posts with like Dove products in the shower or beauty products or, you know, pet food, things like that. But a lot of people don't really know exactly how it works from start to finish. And anyone who's like looking to be a creator or start out in the space and you feel like it's like too late or too saturated, please listen to this episode because it is not. Mm-mm. You just have to find your pocket. And mm-hmm. we're going to have um, a lot of info for you guys in a bit and a special influencer guest come talk to us. Us about sort of how she built her following from the ground up, et cetera, et cetera. But before we get to that, I kind of just want to talk about our specific experiences yeah. really quickly. We're kind of a part of that first wave of influencers, um, you know, kind of along with some of the OG YouTubers, et cetera, et cetera. And we've seen the ebbs and flows of monetizing your social media content and impact. Um, so a question for y'all to start, when did you get your first brand deal and how did it feel to have someone attach a number to your value, just almost as a person? <sighs> I'm trying to remember what my first one was. Like it it might have been like Target, I think. That was my first one too. Yeah. Yeah. And we all like kind of got about the, like, yeah. the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that one was was crazy because it was just so much more money than I ever expected it to be. And it was also during the kind of like wild, wild west area yeah. of like, or uh, not area. Era. Era, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what, and era. what year? You can just say what year. It's like 2017. Yeah, 2017 sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like 2017-ish. Or no, it was 2018 because I remember doing my kickoff call when I was in South Korea for the Olympics. Yes, it was 2018. Yeah, January of 2018, January, February of 2018. Um, And because, like, there was a brief moment where they're like, we need you to do it in the next week. I was like, okay, I guess, like, ship swimsuits to South Korea? (laughs) In the middle of winter? snowing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I was like, I'll find a spa, I guess, as long as they're okay with it being (laughs) indoors. Um, but then that wound up like not being the case and they shipped it like later once I was like back in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, so it was kind of the wild, wild west era. And so brands were just paying like so much money. Yeah. So how much was that? Do you remember how much your they offered you? It was it was at least 20K. Yeah. Like I think it might have been like a little. I can't believe BuzzFeed would let you. Really? They they gave you the full 20K? The Target deals? It, really? it wasn't. It wasn't through Buzzfeed. <gasps> it was outside. There it, it was is. Through Stephanie Cornfield. Yes, That's it was. right. Yeah. Well, that was shout my... out Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie, yeah. Zach's sister. Yeah. Who, like the Cornfields? Like she is. She is carrying on the legacy of the Cornfield <laughs> name. In my opinion. No, no shade to Zach. Zach's incredible. But at the same time, Stephanie. Ooh, my girl. A businesswoman. Oh, I love yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got my first brand deal from Stephanie too. Yeah, yeah, so she actually was interested in managing creators at the time. Mm-hmm. And we kind of were like, you know, her some of her first clients, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And I don't think any of us knew what to expect. No. Um, just for context, the brand deal was th- with Target. And it was basically showcasing. And it was a campaign for their swimsuits. Mm-hmm. So it was like leading up to summertime. Actually... Yeah, it was. It was the like spring. in the spring. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was in the spring of 2018. I don't remember those swimsuits were cute. They, they were. They so were very cute. cute. Yeah, they were super cute. And, and they're like think... pick ten. Yeah. And so I had like ten Target swimsuits <laughs> that were so cute. Yeah. You probably still all have them. Like you still probably have them all. Still. I 
I would. Well, I gave them away, like when uh, I was moving. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Otherwise, they would all still be. Singing. I mean, I definitely yeah. had at least. There's yeah. this one, black one piece that I still have. Yeah. With mm-hmm. like little laces on the side, little gold, little boop, and then it makes your boobs go boop. And then oh. I was like, oh. This is this is it. This is the Amalfi one. Coast. Yeah, Amalfi, that's the one. <laughs> but yeah, I think we probably all got. I think mine was in between twenty and thirty k, and mm-hmm. like, it's interesting because obviously at that time that was like the most money that I had ever seen mm-hmm. in, in a chunk. In a chunk. Yeah. And I was like, you know, in terms of like, you know, answering the question, what was it like to have my value reflected in monetary form? Like. That was a lot of money. Like, it felt good at the time. I think what really starts to kind of get to me mentally, personally, is when you start losing followers, mm-hmm. right? So, like, everything's all well and good when you're growing and you have a lot of numbers. And then, you know, at that time, brands were just throwing money at you. And, like, you know, the landscape has changed. And when you lose followers, you know, amounts that they're willing to pay decreases and i think that is more so and then you start to panic yes and people can sense that in your content because you start posting more you start posting inane shit and people are like (laughs) (laughs) okay or even like instagram right now has totally Mm -hmm. fucked up its timeline so people can't see the content that i post even if they follow me right so i'm not getting nearly as many impressions as i used to Mm -hmm. if i go to my insights which is about but by the way apologies we're we're starting to talk shop right now like this is like (laughs) insights impressions those are really important if you are a creator um when i go to my insights and i go to like i toggle it to like the past two years or whatever you can see the dip. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, yeah. dip, and it's scary. Mm-hmm. I actually hate going to my insights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I avoid it at all costs. I'm like, I don't, I don't. I already know engagement is low, y'all. <laughs> and you don't, you don't want to do the inauthentic shit where it's like asking your followers questions on yeah. every single post right. or exactly. like. It's hard. They're like, my favorite color is blue. What's yours? yours. <laughs> literally (laughs) red green or pink oh my god we're gonna I'm gonna make us post that on money honey (laughs) (laughs) I also went back to my emails and the to check I was like what was that target offer and so their first their like opening uh, number was 17.5 and then I think we got them up in (gasps) 20s yeah wow so I remember it was not less than 20k yeah that was yeah that was it felt life changing it was life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very life changing. When I got that, when I first got a big chunk of money like that, I remember seeing it because I basically took it all and went put it on my student loans. Like, mm. bing, bang, boom. Like, maybe kept a thousand or two, put it in savings, but then put it all in student loans. And I remember thinking to myself, like, A, this doesn't feel fair because it feels like I got to like jump a couple years of paying those off. And two, like, it feels weird to be like monetizing my image to pay off my education. Mm. But I, I mean, I, I'm not the first. And I won't be the last the last person to do this. Yeah. No, but when you think about that, it is a weird like juxtaposition where it's like, oh, my face is paying for my education. For my, yeah. Yeah. For my role in society. Yeah. Right. Which is so fucked up. Oh, I hate it. But one of my first brand deals I had was with actually Curly, and it was actually through BuzzFeed. Mm. And we had, it was like a fashion show we did with Neil Patrick Harris. And because Neil Patrick Harris was on set, um, it was a SAG set. 
So y'all, you need to read your contracts because I read my contract and they put me down for 30K that I was supposed to be receiving, Mm. Curly and I. But BuzzFeed told me I was only going to get 5K. Mm. So I signed that contract, took a picture of it, told Curly, and I was like, we're going to get this 30K. Mm -hmm. It took us about eight months, but we got it finally. Wow. So y'all need to read those contracts. And I'm sure, I'm sure Leslie's going to talk to us about this. Yeah. uh, Our guest, our special guest today. But yeah. Yeah, you have to be careful. You have to be careful when there's also just like a third party Mm -hmm. um, involved Mm -hmm. because they could try and, you know. The fine yeah. print, y'all. The fine print, mm-hmm. right? If if it's someone, because it's like with agents and managers, how the relationship works, it's kind of like in their best interest to get you the most money because they're getting a percentage yep. of it. Mm-hmm. Versus like having a third party, they're they're not trying. They're like, no, we're just going to pay them that, and we want to take the rest of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And there's no oversight. You don't no. see Mm-mm. at all what yeah, the offer is. Exactly. The initial offer. No, and the the money doesn't flow through you. It goes to them, and, and then, then they, they pay parcel you. it out. Yep. Well, I want to go a little bit more in depth about how these deals work, and we'll have. Again, like I said, we're going to have a special influencer guest on to talk about how to land some deals on your own with or without management. Stick around, cuties, and we'll give you this piping hot tea after the break. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we are back. And today's episode goes into detail about brand deals, social media campaigns, and the economics behind them. Before we bring in our guest, let's get the basics down real quick. So, from start to finish, this is how social media brand deals work in my, our experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you either pitch yourself or your team pitches you. Then the brand shows interest and asks rates. You provide your rates. They usually send over contracts promising the agreed upon rate in exchange for posting XYZ, usually net 30 or net 60, meaning that you'll get paid in 30 to 60 days, sometimes 90. They send over a creative brief and ask you to write out your concepts for approval before shooting. You submit. They approve or ask you to tweak, depending on what they need. Then you create the content and you send it over for approval. Usually you have to send it over 48 to 90 hours before you want to post it. They approve or ask you to tweak. You post upon the agreed date and then they pay you. Mm, There we go. Start to finish. Pretty simple. Um, But it's, it's, I would say it's, 
75% of the time it's not as straightforward as that. Like <laughs> In a perfect world. Yeah, in a perfect right. world. It would just go like this each time, but it does not. Yeah. Um, Negotiation period, a.k.a. 16 emails. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes can take weeks, almost oh, even yeah. months. I'm triggered. Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally, I pulled up the target thing. It was 16 emails. <laughs> Child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just well, of like, they want to know if you can do this. Okay, well, I can't do that. I'm trying. Okay, they want to know about this. Okay, well, I, you know, there's. Yeah. It's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of back and forth. And to talk more in depth about this, we have Leslie Antonoff in the studio with us today. In the stew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Live in the stew. Here she is. Hey, y'all. What's up? Hey, girl. Hey. I always wanted an air cannon when I. Yeah, you know, actually, we'll insert that. We'll yeah. insert that. Yeah. We'll insert yes. that. Uh, <laughs> do we have the budget? Air cannon, <laughs> please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Leslie and I go pretty far back. Her younger sister and I went to college together. Mm-hmm. Leslie also went to Howard University. Uh, I was okay. I was really excited. <laughs> When Leslie agreed to come on Money Honeys, but when I was thinking about what to write for her intro, I immediately got extremely overwhelmed and started to sweat. You guys, the first place I sweat is my vagina. And like, <laughs> yeah. Your vagina? Yes, yes, it's a hot pocket down there. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> It's turned into a new pocket. <laughs> wow. I say yeah. I got overwhelmed yeah. because I feel like Leslie may have invented the term multi-hyphenate. Like... <gasps> You guys, okay, well, let's just start with her social media presence. Leslie's online moniker is Hot Mommy, where she highlights all things lifestyle, including fashion, travel, family, and food. And when I say food, y'all, she's not just, like, going to a restaurant and taking a photo of her plate. Like, she's a chef-chef, like an actual chef. Like, and when I say chef, like, she has an actual food show that airs on TV. Ah! What? Yeah. Ms. Leslie. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I got it. it. I cook it. I EP'd it. Yes. I hosted it. Come on. Yes, you did. Listen, Developed we gonna, it. We created it. We're going to get. Keep going, girl. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. You're supposed to perch. Perch. <laughs> You're perching. <laughs> You're like, I did the makeup. I rented the trailers. I did the. <laughs> <laughs> right? I had a co host. He's good. <laughs> Um, so she she's built her online community all on her own from the ground up and continues to make splash across all platforms from her funny and relatable tweets where she is also talking real shit to y'all to her beautiful travel reels on Instagram that scream luxury mm-hmm. and we, we love, love luxury we love luxury <laughs> so good it's all we want oh, a luxurious <laughs> life who doesn't want it absolutely yeah absolutely and it's not wrong to want to feel luxurious no. at all Mm-mm. so as as you can tell, I've only scratched the surface. I've talked about who Hot Mommy is, but there's more to Leslie, personally and career-wise. So, Leslie, welcome to Money, honey. Yay! Welcome. Girls. I appreciate you having me. I'm glad to be here. I like to talk about money, honey. <laughs> you got our tagline. Yes. Immediately. <laughs> you know, I'm here for the voiceovers. Um, <laughs> yes. Do you do voice acting? Mm. She does okay. it all. Yeah, well, <laughs> Yes. No. She's like, I do character animation as well. I can storyboard anything for right. you. Oh, uh, well, thank you so much for being here, Leslie. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, just get a better idea of all that you encompass. What are other lines of work that you're involved in? Because if we love nothing else on this podcast, it is passive revenue 
and multiple streams of income. We do. Don't we love that? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess from the beginning, yes, there's the social media presence. Obviously, you know, we know there's a variety of platforms. Um, so I mean, I'm getting paid on things from Pinterest to Instagram mm. to <gasps> Ooh. Right? <laughs> um, so and then obviously I've been paid from YouTube. Um, as Freddie said, I am also a television host, media personality, so you know, you give checks from that. Mm-hmm. Um and then I also owned a clothing brand for a number of years. No that way. I was selling. Yes. So I used to make uh, collegiate apparel that was specifically for those who went to HBCUs, mm-hmm. supported HBCUs, or oh. alumni of HBCUs. Um, so I did that too. I am an author, so I'm in the midst of completing a novel. Um, what? <laughs> it's, you guys, it's just uh, keep going. Where do you get the energy? You're like, I got my real estate license. Right. Um, I, you know, on the side, I build homes. I, <laughs> Right. So, you know, and in between, sometimes I shoot pilots when people call me and say, hey, Leslie, you want to, you know, make an HGTV pilot? Sure. Why not? Mm. Let's do it. And you're a mom. And I'm a mother. I have three children. Three. And I married somebody, too. So I'm a wife. You know, that's the job. Uh, You know what? It really is. It really is. Yeah. And their wife. Mm -hmm. Wait. So how do you find the energy? What do you do? God's grace. Matcha. Water. Because I'm napping all the time. You know, and I, I, yeah. I'm not a napper. Oh, maybe that. Okay. I wish I could nap. Probably. Oh. That would be good for me. I don't relax well. Can you tell? <laughs> How many hours of sleep do you get a night? Probably six. That's not bad. Damn. Maybe. You maybe. Know, I go to bed. I have a bedtime, though. I do go to bed at 11 o'clock. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm like, this is it. Lights out. Turn off TV. Wait, like, you go to bed and then start winding down at 11? Or you are asleep? Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Don't, don't be confused. That's not sleep. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, You're resting. Right, I'm resting. There you go. You know, Unwinding. No more perching. I'm now laying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So I go to bed at 11 because I told myself I have to at least be there. Yeah. Then I can start kind of winding down. Yeah. I'm probably asleep by midnight. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, you know. I'm up intermittently. So I sleep in two hour stretches, maybe two and a half hour stretches. Wow. Every night? Yeah, I haven't slept a full night since 2008. What? That's when, like, I had my Uh, oldest daughter. So (laughs) that was the last time I really had, like, a full night of sleep, with the exception of, like, you know, a vacation. Right, right. But yeah. What? I'm like, like, this is now a sleep podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The two-hour shift. Yes. I need to know a little bit more about okay, that. Okay, so I'm normally, like, I fall asleep, let's say, at 12, and then I probably wake up at, like, 3, like, oh, gosh, okay, I need to use the bathroom, or, like, sure. sometimes it's an idea. Sometimes I literally will wake up, and I'm like, oh. And then I, like, will write it down, and then I'm like, okay. And then I can't fall instantly back asleep either. Right, no, I'm you know. That's how I people. am, too. So I always have my Kindle with me. I am constantly reading. Yeah. So then, like, instead of reaching for my phone and scrolling, I'll grab my Kindle and I'll read. And I'll essentially, like, relax my mind back to sleep, and then I just go back to sleep. And okay. then I might get up again at, like, 5. Yeah. Right? And then I have to get up at 6.30. My children need to get ready for school. Yeah. Everybody needs to be out of the house by oh 9.45. Oh, my goodness. I'm at the gym at 9.40. And then I spend the rest of my day. See, I <laughs> I'm inspired. I yes. also have the involuntary, like, sleep shifts. Yes. But I'm exhausted all the time. No, you just, you know, it's also a mindset. Okay. I just, I think, have accepted in my head that. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Uh, you know. I'm not at the acceptance yet. No. Then don't accept it. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. No, no, no. Don't accept. Go to sleep. Okay. Until you can't, right? Yeah. Because right. it does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people probably sleep better than me, but. You're right. My husband does. 
Bless. <sighs> they always do. Mm. They, they always so soundly. I know. So they wake up all rested and happy. Like, yeah. Ooh, good morning. I'm like, is it? Am I? <laughs> am I the only one who gets annoyed when like they wake up? Because I have a boyfriend. He wakes up and he's like, mm. I'm like. Get up. Yeah, yes. <laughs> daily. This is a daily occurrence. Get up. Right? Like, I'm, like, I'm like, don't stretch and you're awake. Get, get your ass up. You've been asleep for 13 hours. You're not tired. You're just not tired. No, I completely agree. Uh, right? It's ridiculous. So we talked a little bit about our experiences that make you you. But from the influencer point of view, how we've had the backing of a large company. Mm-hmm. And we were saying before, y'all, before you came in that our BuzzFeed.com email address opened a lot of doors Absolutely. we were very privileged for that but can you talk about what it's like how for a person to build their own Ooh. community and yeah. navigate the waters of like brand deals and companies that try to take you for a ride because mm. I'm sure you know some. you know I think the first thing that people have to understand is building a brand I think I've had the privilege of having a degree in marketing and public relations right Ooh, so say more that helps um, that is shining through you know I mm-hmm. think that when you know how to build a story what it is that brands are looking for how it is to market yourself it's a bit easier right I will say that I've had the privilege of being able to sit in classrooms and like understand the four P's of marketing and price evaluation and you know blah 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 wow um, so in doing that that knowledge base has allowed me to be able to grow and build brands okay um, and I've been honestly an entrepreneur since I was eight years old. So that is also not, you know, a shocker kind of thing. Um, I think in building the brand, I established from the jump what I wanted it to do for me. So I didn't want it to be a hobby. Right. And I think some people are like, oh, this is just fun. You know, but mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, I don't really want to do corporate America right now. Granted, when I went to college, the goal was to be an attorney. Right. And eventually be a judge. And, <laughs> right. The thing is, I can see it. Right. Yes. You, you, you have time. Yeah. yeah. I've got the time. You today. have time. Um. So that was the goal. Uh. When I got there and realized I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm not using enough of the Leslie to, mm-hmm. you know, really kind of keep at this. I was like, I want to do something else. This industry is still very new. As much as it does seem kind of like entrenched and crowded and all those things. So in that, I've kind of been able to build and take advantage of the newness and make it my own from the jump. Right. So when I first started doing influencing, it was blogging. And that was what everybody kind of started. We talk about Mm -hmm. like the OGs. So the Ami songs, you know, the Nicolette Masons and people like that. They Mm -hmm. all had a blog. right? Right. My senior thesis in college was on blogging as a form of journalism. Right. So that's how old I am. Wait, no, you were before you were before, before the curve. Yeah, before yeah. the curve. Yeah. So, you know, I've I'm also always been an early adopter, right? My dad got me my first Apple computer when I was four. Oh yeah. thanks, Dad. Right, thanks, Dad. Yeah. It was nineteen eighty eight. No. Um so <laughs> that was, you know, also kind of a thing. So the computer has kind of been like an extension of my body almost. Uh-huh. Um so when I started doing blogging, I was very much like, okay, I wanna write, I wanna talk to people. I've always been a writer. Mm-hmm. Um and that kind of was the platform to be able to grow. And with the advent of Instagram, it was like, oh, wow. Okay, now we get to put pictures to these words. Right. You know? So that was really interesting. But I knew from the onset that it had to be something that people wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I had to be able to, like, grab the attention of people. Um, my first blog was, like, about natural hair when nobody was doing that. Right? And wow. so I am I can see the trend kind of before it starts to happen. And I think I'm lucky enough to have that viewpoint in a way that a lot of people probably don't. 
Because it's your business degree and business mindset with your mixed with your creativity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't have that part. A lot of people are only coming from the creative. Not space. in this space. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Not in this mm-hmm. space. And that's I think that's the part they're kind of missing it, which is why they're like, but I'm so creative. You're like, yeah, and that's great. But you don't have a business acumen. Right. And having an mm-hmm. idea doesn't make you a business person. No. And right. you need the story. Absolutely. Like, that's what struck me by what you were saying of, like, the whole marketing aspect Mm -hmm. of it is the story. Mm -hmm. You always need to tell the story. Mm -hmm. What were the four pieces of marketing you mentioned? Oh, do I remember them? Their price. Oh, goodness. Okay, Okay. so product, price, price, promotion. So you obviously have to have your product. Let's just take, for instance, you're the product, right? Okay, so now you have to figure out the place. So you're in Los Angeles. Okay, so that is a large place. You're the product. You're the place. Now you need to promote yourself. Right. But now we need to figure out, like, how does you being the product go with the place that you're in? And that promotion has to work, too, because you can't market yourself the same way that you would if you were in New York. Right. right? Because Mm -hmm. that's very different. But Mm -hmm. then also, are you born and raised in Los Angeles? Probably not, because most people are not. Mm -hmm. I am. But you know what I mean? Very few people are. And so then you bring that too. like, okay, if you're from Arizona, let's talk about what it means to be an Arizonian in Los Angeles. So now you're just learning how to build the story. Most people don't know how to do that. And to be honest with you, most brands don't know how to do that with people. Mm. That part. Come on. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is why influencer marketing is so difficult, because they don't even know how to do it. Mm-hmm. They're still thinking and operating from a traditional standpoint, which is the struggle and which is why most influencers struggle to get paid. You should open mm. up an agency. I'm like I mean, ready. I used to own one. Uh, <laughs> there it is. All right. Just, just slide it back, girl. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, my God. So, if there's one thing that I do know about you, mm-hmm. is that you really do not cut corners. No. Like, for Hot Mommy, I know that you have a team. To like help pitch and negotiate, but I have a sneaking suspicion that you are heavily involved <laughs> in all aspects of this. You know, you'd be right. And actually, now there's like I have like an assistant, but when it comes to most of the things, I mean, I do everything. I mean, I'm pitching myself. I'm looking at the brands. I'm building it. Like obviously, I have a website, you know, creator, and like mm-hmm. I have a photographer, blah blah blah. But on the day to day basis, it's mostly you know, El Boogie making it happen so it's like okay there's a brand i want to work with let me find the contact for the brand and even that's a skill set that most people don't know how to do that right because sometimes people are just kind of on google and they're like oh let me guess the email you know what i mean again like okay let's do dev at buzzfeed.com that might work you know and then they kind of do it so even that's a skill set right so usually yeah i'm i'm pretty much doing it all by myself Mm -hmm. but I, one, will always say, I think that there should always be an essence of excellence in everything that you do, right? If you want to sell yourself as a person and sell yourself as a brand, you want it to be top-notch and upstanding. Otherwise, nobody's going to come back, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Brand loyalty comes from the excellence. And if you continue to provide that, then you'll always have people calling you back to do something. Mm-hmm. So. It's true. Wow. In in, in everything. Mm-hmm. In everything. If you're a producer, you know, anything mm-hmm. like that where it's like you get work by being good. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're good one time, then that person will continue calling you and mm-hmm. then will refer you and everything like that. Every single time. When you're looking for, um, talking about the skill set of like finding the business contact, yeah. what's like the title of that contact that you're looking for? Normally, I will start with marketing coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. I think when the influencer kind of industry first started, that's usually where it would fall. Because mm-hmm. everybody was kind of like, okay, it's either the publicist, it's either the public relations coordinator or the marketing coordinator. Now you will find somebody that's like the influencer marketing person. You know what I mean? 
Usually that's like an intern or somebody that's very fresh entry level job, which is fine. It's great. But they don't make decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. They're normally just following accounts, which Mm -hmm. is a job in and of itself. And they're busy doing that. But they don't work with the money. Mm-hmm. So I typically am always looking for a marketing manager, marketing director, somebody like that. I go for the top and then let them put me down to wherever I need to be, right? But I wouldn't ever like email a VP of marketing because now you're going too high and now you're they're yeah. signing their job scope anymore, yeah. right? Like they're not even the ones checking. They're their not. Box. They're not worried yeah. about it, right? Yeah. So it's usually like a marketing director, marketing manager, somebody of that nature, like influencer, you know, program manager. Somebody like that, and then I let them trickle me down to whoever it needs to go to. Do you use programs like Aspire or to yeah. link? Mm-hmm, I do. And then there's actually, and I'm trying to remember, there is a extension for Google that you can use that actually will connect to LinkedIn. And I believe it's called Snow. Ooh, industry secret. Um, and you can hook it up to your Google, and it essentially will like help you find an email. And you can look up on LinkedIn. There's also an app called The Creator which they work with now and they have all of the brands and the brand contacts in the app and you can join. I was invited to join the app. Wow. They're like, it's, it's a phenomenal app and it gives you the direct contact to everybody you need as well. How I'll do you spell you. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll look that, I'll look, I'm like, I'll show y'all when after we're done. Literally yeah. like adding the extension. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll show it to you. But yeah, that, that is a phenomenal app and they actually do a lot of uh, workshops or master classes and the brands will come and talk to influencers about what they should be saying when they want to pitch them, what they're looking for. So it's actually a great resource for people that are trying to, you know, pitching it money. Mm-hmm. Wow, such hot tips. Yeah, already nice hot like H A U T. Oh, there Ooh. it is. There it is. Like the brand, Branding. the storied it's brand. The story. <laughs> it's the story again. <laughs> so then, how how do you go about like determining your rates, especially for like all the different Ooh. types of work that you do? So I think. One, I'm thinking about the time I've been in the business. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They say you don't always want to charge people for the amount of time it takes you to complete the assignment, but you want to charge for the amount of time that it took you to learn how to do the assignment. Does that make sense? You want to write that down. Uh, So uh, you want to make sure that you're charging for that, right? So if you went to school to learn about engineering, Mm -hmm. right, and somebody says, oh, can you come build me a building? Yeah, yeah. They're not paying for you for the time that it takes you to build the building. They're paying for your knowledge to build it. Right. Because they can't do it themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So to me, if Amex is coming to me and they're like, Leslie, oh, my goodness, can you please tell people in your generation, millennials, to sign up for a credit card? Okay, so one, you want access to my audience. So I'm charging for the access because Mm -hmm. you couldn't get it on your own, which is why you had to come call me. Right. Mm -hmm. Two, you can't figure out how to do it. I know how to do it because I speak the language. I know where they're hiding. I know where they are. I know how to get to them. So that's also a way that I'm charging. Right. And now I'm thinking about, okay, what's the time? What's the deliverables? If it's two weeks, oh, girl, I'm about to tax your ass because Mm -hmm. why did you call me two weeks when you needed something to do? Mm -hmm. They always wait until the last minute. They always do. Right. Mm -hmm. Your emergency has nothing to do with my urgency. Mm -hmm. You should have worked in a timely fashion. So mm-hmm. charge for that as well, mm-hmm. right? Then you need to think about usage rights. Are they going to use this like in a commercial? Are they going to throw it up on Instagram? Are they going to throw it up on Pinterest? And next thing you know, your little face is there waving with an Amex logo on it. Charge for that too. Mm-hmm. So I think that all of those things come into play. And you do have to figure that out. I don't necessarily think about vanity metrics as much anymore, which is like followers or like comments impressions. and impressions and things like that, because that varies, right? Mm-hmm. And we're in a space now where... With the decline of Instagram, right, and engagement there, you can't really focus on that. And as a brand, if I was smart, I wouldn't, right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that doesn't mean that that person doesn't have reach, 
right? I'm sitting in here with you three ladies now, and you know me because Freddie knows me. Freddie trusts me, which means you probably trust me, which means if I tell you to go buy something, you're going to get it. Yep. Even if I only had a thousand followers on Instagram, that mm-hmm. doesn't matter, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all about the person that you know me from. But that's about building the community, and that's the part that brands don't understand. You're so right because at this point in 2022, everyone's trying to sell everyone Everyone. something. And I'm only looking for the the personal contacts. Mm -hmm. So if you tell me to go get Cerezo from Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to go buy that. Right. Because you're like, oh, okay, but Leslie wouldn't tell me something bad. Right, right. I trust her. She's going to give me that. And that's what it is. And most people right now, and they've always thought this, right, whether it was advertising in 1920 when Edward Bernays, the father of public relations, Mm -hmm. was showing people how to sell things, nobody wanted to feel like they were being advertised to, Mm -hmm. right? People don't like that, which is why ads on Instagram or TikTok, they don't do as well because it's like, oh, my God, I love Starbucks, (laughs) Uh, right? As opposed to just catch me walking in this room and I have this Starbucks in my cup and I'm talking to somebody who's like, what is that that she's drinking? And then that's the thing that they're writing in the comments because I never acknowledged the thing that was already right here, Mm -hmm. right? And that's a new way that people don't understand of being able to market and being able to get your message to the audience. So what do you do then if like a brand, I have so many questions, but a brand comes to you and they're just so out of touch with like, oh, we need you to mention these three touch points and it just sounds so unnatural coming out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. How do you negotiate that? So normally I would start to ask them, what is it that you liked about my content when you reached out to me, right? And you say, okay, so you liked X, Y, and Z. This that you submitted to me as far as a script in the brief doesn't really match up with what you said you liked. So let's figure out a way to get you what you like that sounds authentic to me and also natural for the brand, right? Because just because you give me a talking point, if it sounds silly, you're not going to get the impressions that you wanted anyway mm-hmm. because everybody's going to be turned off. Mm-hmm. So that's typically my my question. I mean, it's just like when I'm on TV, right? Anybody can hand you a script, but you're going to improv some of it. Yeah, you have to. You know to. what I mean? You yeah. have to. And mm-hmm. so it's the same way with brands. And they have to understand that. But also, be true to yourself, right? And be willing to tell people no. And sometimes you have to say, that's probably not something I would say in general. And my audience is not going to appreciate that. So we can work and try to figure it out. But the same way that they say, hey, we have the right to come back and edit three times and do a tweak. You have that same right. Mm -hmm. And you could say, well, I have the right three times to say I'm not going to do that. Because if I'm fighting with you over and over and over again, especially if it's something like you're giving me three grand. Now, three grand is not necessarily a little bit of money, but it's not enough for me to go back and forth with you 75 times. Right. Mm -hmm. Girl. Let mm-hmm. me be honest with you. My mortgage is more than that. So mm-hmm. I don't got time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have the time. Either you're going to give me the three grand or you're not. Right. I have to beg, borrow, and steal just to get the three grand you wanted to give me. Yeah. Supposedly. You offered? You offered it to me. <laughs> right. Give it to me. Yeah. Right. Why we got to fight? You know? Right. <laughs> so it's more of those kind of things where I will, like, directly ask. You know, I'll say, okay, so you liked this, but this doesn't sound like me. So let's find a way to get to that. I can respect what you're trying to say, right? Do you mind if I go back and try to, you know, make a couple of changes and then we'll see how it like how you like it? Mm-hmm. And then we can do that. I and bet if, they're shook when they get that feedback. Oh, that happens a lot. Freddie and I worked on a, a project together mm-hmm. and I mean it was some it was people and they're stuck on stupid, honey. They were like, Did she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say, Yes, we you got fifteen minutes. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I don't have all day. Let's revise this copy. Let's yeah. do it. No, Move I mean, it. that's a that's a really, like, a beautiful way to tell them, this doesn't work for me. <laughs> right. It doesn't really work for me. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To just be like, so what you're giving me is trash, mm-hmm. but let's make it better. Let's make it better for you and me. Because, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I feel like most influencers don't understand. Mm-hmm. They look at these brands as people that have authority in yep. the subject. And I'm going to be real frank with you. They don't. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. because they're still used to working with traditional marketing and traditional advertising. Mm. Okay, Agencies. Agencies. Mm -hmm. And agency life is very, very different. Right. I, I know. You know, I've done it. I'm, I'm a part of that. And so I get it. And it's like these old agency budgets that were $50,000, $100,000, but then they want to give you not even like 10% of that for you to do all the work that would have been done by 20 people. You're not going to play me, honey. You can go right on back and do whatever you were doing to do. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be the one stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, not, okay, well, figure it out. Right. Hope you sell your new little mascara because I don't got time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's the thing too where it's like, if your post does well, it makes them look good. Exactly. And so coming at it from that angle of like, look, we both know what we're trying to do here. I want to give you the best impressions. I want mm-hmm. to, your boss to get the best impression of you. Exactly. Let's do this together. Right. Let's make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can, let me help you look good. Right. Right. It's, right. it's easy. But in order to do that, you have to let me do my thing a little it's, bit. A little yes. bit. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that just to me always comes back to you called me for a reason. If mm-hmm. it's a cold call email and you like are pitching me. So then you got here some kind of way, right? And that's that's my my favorite thing to say, especially when people are like, oh, would you mind doing this for a gift card or exposure? And I'm like, girl, I'm exposed. That's how you found me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Right, I'm outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that because the audacity of some brands to like, because I get emails, like email, I, I don't know how they find my email, oh. probably from these extensions. They probably, yeah, they probably do. But they, right. I get like really offensive emails that are like, hey, we'll send you free product. And that's Ooh. your payment. Ooh. And like sometimes, like if it's a product that I really like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I, but even then I could still go buy it myself. Yeah, like, yeah, the like fuck? I can afford it. You know what I mean? Like short yeah. of giving me a car. Right. right. And again, I have one of those too. That's right. just another bill. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> I have that. You know, you are, yeah. it is highly unlikely that a brand is going to give you something that you don't already have, that you couldn't buy yourself if you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or that you hadn't at least heard of. So when they come to you and they're like, oh, we're willing to give you five hundred dollars in gift cards and X, Y and Z. And I'm like, but is the the hope, though, is that I take the five hundred dollars and still just spend it at your company. Why not then just send me the stuff and then just pay me for my work? Mm -hmm. Right. Because you still want labor from me. So rather than giving me the five hundred dollars and wasting the print on the plastic, give me the five hundred dollars with the product that you just want me to buy and let me make something. And I'm giving you what? That would have been maybe a fifty, twenty thousand dollar commercial. Right. And I'll give it to you for five thousand dollars. So now I done saved you fifteen grand. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you owe me some more money. <laughs> like, really? This conversation right. is this time <laughs> right. right. This time. Right, this time. Girl, I don't have the time. Like, <laughs> no. My time is valuable. This is the only thing I can't get back. So mm-hmm. I've got a question in general yes. for everyone in the group um, because I'm working at a production company now and we often work with influencers mm-hmm. what I, and to like help us promote films and whatnot. And I, being behind the scenes, mm-hmm. I've noticed that the diversity and impact oh. comes out a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure we get diverse talent, which feel, feels like to me like, okay, tokenism? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do y'all charge for that? Because you should. Mm-hmm. I haven't, but yeah, I mean, I think that it comes into play and I will. So what I do when I tell people about like working with me specifically, there was, I want to say maybe three years ago when I was really hardcore, like pitching and doing, you know what I mean? And like everyday emailing brands and all of those things, because it's just the work that you have to do. Um, I would often put in those pitch letters like, 
we're at a you know juncture in society where people are recognizing that we are not all the same. And if you don't want your company to be lumped into the sameness, then it's time for you to branch out, right? Ooh, strong pitch. Right? Strong so pitch. You, story, you, story. Right? A writer. A, a writer. A writer, right? And so it's like you can either continue to do the same thing or you can tap into a market. One, the black spending dollar is $1.6 trillion. Do you know how many companies are leaving money on the table? Black people love to spend money. They have money and they're loyal spenders. Right. Don't be stupid. Right. But there's so much stupidity. Right. The Latino market is trillions of dollars. Right. right? And those, oh, that is a market that will stick with the brand. If your abuela has been buying the same Goya beans forever, they will keep doing it because it's like, well, abuela been buying them beans, so they're not bad. I'm going to keep doing it. Right. (laughs) Right? Like, it's just what they're going to do. But most people, right, the gatekeepers, the people at the top, they have no idea how that works. Right. So it's up on you to say that. And I've definitely said that to people. You know, I'm like, if you really want to be what you're saying, and I'm good for going to find a mission statement, honey, on a company website. <laughs> Ooh, yes. That's smart. That According is. to your mission statement. <laughs> okay. Right here on line three, it says that diversity <laughs> is an important tenet. It of always is. It, it always is. is. Well, it's looking state. real clear. It's, it's looking real three pentatone shades of beige. <laughs> At the top, especially. At the top. It's three white men with the same haircut. I just, you know, I just, I'm just tired. So we done seen it. You know, so y'all just have to tell them. You have to not be afraid to Mm -hmm. say those things. Because this is what I always think, too. And this is just a general life advice. You are always at no until the yes. That's a great piece of advice. Which means you're not ever losing. Mm -hmm. Because I'm right where you left me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like When you told me no, I'm not backward. I'm not forward. I'm exactly where I was before you found me. Mm. So it's fine. Okay. takes the feelings out of it. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah. I'm on to the next. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep going until I get my yes because I'm just at the same place. I'm not anywhere lower than I was. Yeah. So it's fine. Girl, I don't get offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This is, you are, the gems that you're dropping. I know. I just oh don't God. even, like, know how to, like, deal. They are so good. Um, so anyone listening, I hope y'all are writing things down. You have a pen and paper, notes at whatever it is. Uh, Leslie's going to actually give us the top five must-haves that should be in place when looking to monetize your content after After the the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, y'all. We have Leslie, a.k.a. Hot Mommy, in the studio talking paid social media opportunities. So to round out everything, 
we need nuggets. Mm-hmm. We're little babies and you need to break it down. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so as Freddie said, what are five must-haves a digital creator should have in place to put them in the best position to essentially get paid to create, especially mm-hmm. in our current social media climate? Oh, okay. So first buckle up, right? Okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. Ooh, yeah. okay. Okay. deep breaths. From the top. So my first tip, consistency, right? I think that if I've learned anything in this business, it is not that people are usually inherently better than you. It's not because they're smarter than you. It's not because they're more talented than you. It's because they show up while you sitting on your ass. Mm. Ouch. Yep. It's just true, mm-hmm. right? Ouch. <laughs> right. Ouch. I, w- ouch. Right? <laughs> Bless me. You're not sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. You know, um... I think that that's the part that most people miss. Like I said, I graduated from college a long time ago. Um, But I was doing blogging and, you know, I was running and you guys are probably too old to even remember this blog. But there was a blog called Concrete Loop. Remember like the advent of celebrity kind of gossip blogs? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there was a blog called Concrete Loop. There was a blog called Crunk and Disorderly. It was all that was like the just the beginning of like I used to write a celebrity blog. Right. So it's all about consistency. Did it blow up? No. But it had a readership. People were looking forward to it and it was fine. And so it's always just about showing up. Everything you do is not going to blow up. Mm -hmm. Everything you do is not going to go viral. And also virality is so like fleeting and and pointless and you can't ever match it again. So don't even try to set your sights on it. Like it's whatever. But just keep showing up. People always say, like, how do you figure these things out? How do you have the time? Especially like friends that are my age. They're like, girl, how do you have the time for all of this stuff? And I'm like. It's really not that hard. I just kind of I'm I'm living my life. My life is the content. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying that hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm you are walking around like this all day. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I, girl, I'm about to take a video. Of y'all, you know, what I mean? <laughs> content. it's content. Right. So yeah. it's just showing up. It's mm-hmm. just being consistent every single day. And when you do that, then people start to expect you. And mm-hmm. then when they expect you now, you're like, oh, there's somebody here. Right. And the 10 will eventually become the 15. The 15 will eventually become the 30 and so on and so on and so on. So if you have one video today, that's fine. Do another video tomorrow Mm -hmm. and another video the next day. And so that's my excuse me. That's my first tip. Just keep showing up. Right. And eventually you get better. People are like, oh, my God, I don't know how you figured it out, girl. I didn't. I just was showing up. Mm -hmm. Pressing shit. Right. Like, (laughs) okay, that'll work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and then it just works. Um. I guess one of my next ones is really <laughs> if you want to work with a brand, have content that already looks like something a brand would want to use. Wow. Ooh. You know, and it's not even to say that you have to have the flyest camera, right. the best mic, the top of the notch thing. That just simply means have something that a brand can insert itself into. Right. So if you're sitting here and even if I'm just talking to Freddie, I'm talking to Chantel, I'm talking to Dev, but we're just chit chatting. Mm-hmm. There's a little water. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like, and again, it's nothing. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's just very simply like, oh, I walked in. I have this water in my hand. Oh, I'm going into this store. So now the brand already thinks like, oh, okay, so she does drink water. Oh, she does drink tea. Oh, she likes a little bag. Oh, she enjoys a little watch. They are already watching those things. Mm -hmm. Right. But if none of your content looks like what 
the brand is already out there doing, then they're not coming to you. I'll give you an example. I had somebody call me, and this happens to me a lot. People are always like, oh, you know who you should talk to? You should talk to Leslie about this because she just knows da 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 da. And I'm like, damn, I really need to start charging for these brain dumps. You, you really I mean? should. <laughs> I'm just a sweetheart. And so, you know, Lord, <laughs> send me some money. Um, <laughs> so she called me, and she's a very prominent TikToker. I love her. She's great. And so I asked her, I said, so what are you looking to do in this space? And she said, well, you know, I really want to do red carpet stuff. I said, girl, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. It's not a single red carpet, nothing on what you're doing. Why would a red carpet, why would MTV pay you to be on the carpet? That part. Mm-hmm. For what? It's not because you can't do it. Oh, you're completely capable. You are capable. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. You can, you can do it. But right now, that doesn't make sense to them because you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So why mm-hmm. would they pay you to do that? Because you didn't show them that they should come get you to do their stuff. Regardless mm-hmm. of how many followers. Regardless. Of, yeah. And it's millions. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's millions of followers. You coming to me and I'm just here with my little 15 grand. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Now, granted, Madison Square Garden only fits 21,000 people. So just think about that. Mm-hmm. Okay? So just think about that Wait when you're also... Mm. Say that again. Right? Say that again. Say <laughs> that again. Square Garden hosts 20,000 people. So when you're looking at numbers, too, people think, oh, I don't have enough. You, I filled up a stadium, honey. Mm-hmm. Right. The Staples Center coming to see Leslie. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Damn. So you know. But in that, she was saying that I thought, dang, she would be good for that. She's timely. She, her comedic timing is great. She's hilarious. There could be a little interstitial skit. I mean, I could have put the package together myself. Right. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't do it because I'm like, nobody's looking to you for that. Right. Right. It's now, a resume. It's a resume. Mm-hmm. Right. And most people don't think about that. They're just like mm-hmm. suddenly like, oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, but why? Why would I pay you to do that? Mm-hmm. Right. So start there. Start creating the content that you're trying to make. Make it obvious. Make for it these obvious. Brands. Yeah. Absolutely. And so my younger sister and I had a blog. At that time, so that was what 2011. Oh my god, that's when y'all fly coast to coast, right? Is that? See? Yeah, the brand still sticking. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, here we are, eleven I'm years like, later. Look at us! Yes, look, look at, at us! us. <laughs> look at us. We, did we did good, girls. We did I'm good. Like, we did the blog. <laughs> she did. They remember. You know, they're invested. The people are invested. When you have it, you have it. You have it. So even that, right? You still remember this, right? But at that time, honey, we was not carrying Dior. Okay, it was duh, right. It was yeah. it was it was hoping for the or. Okay, yes, it was very Forever Twenty One. It was very like God bless, God bless those times. You know I mean? Bolex, it was, it was Adidas, oh, it was it was, yeah. it was cute. Okay, yeah. you know, but we made it work. But the story at that time was still relatability. It was still like, hey, I'm just a young mom. You know, my sister lives in New York. I live in L.A., hence the coast to coast. We're both fly. It's cute. La, 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 la. That was the story. But eventually the story had to evolve, right? Mm -hmm. My sister is an interior designer by trade. She's a wonderful interior designer, right? And so she started building her career as a designer. And I had to say, okay, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? I was like, oh, lifestyle brand. I'm just going to be myself on the Internet. That's easy. Okay. Right. And so the story started to evolve. Now, I wasn't always like seen as like luxury and this and the third because, girl, I couldn't afford it. I had to work like everybody else. Right. Right. But it grew to that. 
And it was all a part of the story. And I told that story along the way, too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, like, there's a blogger who I can think of in my mind. She started off, and it was very much like, I thrift, I do all these things, right? She's gorgeous, she's beautiful. And then instantly, suddenly, she was discovered. And now she's, like, doing luxury. But I'm like, but what happened to the thrift? Yeah, what's the story? Where's Where, the, yeah, 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 where'd yeah. it go, right? Yeah. You were this girl, and now you're this. And now I don't, I don't understand anymore. Yeah. So you've left behind the original audience. And they want to grow, too, right? Ami Song has been, you know, and I use her just because she's top of mind right now, but she's been blogging since 2012. Right. She's now a mother. Yeah. So it had to grow. Right. And so but now she's not losing an audience. Now those people who were with her from the mm -hmm. beginning, they're growing, too. And they're like, oh, we love to see you become a mom. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm not a mom, but I can see that. I like it. It's cute. People are not going to be turned off by you growing up. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. sometimes people struggle with that on the Internet. Like nobody wants to see that. Of course they do. Right. Why would they not? Right. There are people that know my children that have never met my children. Right. My oldest daughter is 14. People are like, oh, my God, she's in high school. Girl, look at our niece. I'm like, <laughs> our right? niece. Right? Our like, niece. The internet. Our the internet. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I know. That's so me. Somebody. It's <laughs> always me. It's always me. <laughs> I, me, too. I'm like, yeah. look at their baby. Yeah. Right? Because we're all here. You know what I mean? Right. Invested. It's invested. Yeah. And so if you have a story, then people can invest in something with you, which then will allow the brand to invest with you, too. And that's how you get the money. Right. Because every brand tells a story. Mm -hmm. What's the story of Target? Minnesota, like big shop mm -hmm. here for the every person. Exactly. Families with dogs, perhaps. organized. Yeah, yeah. I, I get inclusive. Yeah, I get inclusive. What's the story with Walmart? Boo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not organized, but mm -hmm. has everything you need. Mm -hmm. Value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you get everything for like three dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you do realize that Target sometimes tends to be cheaper than Walmart. Mm. But oh. you don't think that because of the way they've made the story. That is mm -hmm. so true. Right? Less everything lean. at Target <laughs> everything at Target feels elevated. Exactly. It's Even the same mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's the same stuff. It's the lighting, right? Yeah. Right. So Target only will do overhead like uh warm lighting. Walmart is trying to keep the bottom dollar down. Mm -hmm. So they do overhead cool lighting because they want you in out. They want it to feel like a warehouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Even the way that they do the pricing, even the way that the fonts are right. It's like a large, deep, heavy Helvetica. They do that purposefully. It's the same sort of Helvetica that they use at Target. But they do it in lowercase, so it's approachable. Mm -hmm. They use red, so it feels warm. Mm -hmm. Right? Blue's a little cold. Mm -hmm. Right, right. All of these things are involved in marketing. That's the story. So how are you selling yourself? Right? Even if somebody is following me that maybe can't go out and buy all the crap that I'm buying, and trust me, it's all bullshit. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's nice yeah. shit, but whatever. It's just shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's the same stuff. They're not, well, I can't follow her because she has a Dior bag and I don't. They're like, oh, I can go get a nice black bag myself and have the same little knit dress that she has on and we can just be just as cute. Like, you right. know what I mean? So aspirational content is also available to you. And that's how you do it. You don't discount other people. You don't set them aside and make them feel like they're less than because maybe they can't afford this. You bring them into the story. Right. So I take come with me to World Market so we can go see what a bougie mom puts in her pantry. Girl, mm -hmm. it's all jelly. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's the same stuff. People yeah. feel like, oh, something to look forward to, something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've done with the content. And that's the story that I'm consistently telling. So you always have to have a story available. Another thing that I want to say is hone in on one platform. There are 70,000 different platforms yeah. that you could be on. Right. But you cannot be excellent at them all at the same time. We just have to be honest about that. Yeah. Right. And that's just true. I know my strengths. I am a writer. So Twitter will always be my favorite app. 
like I don't care if I never get as many followers on there, but I can also be myself. Right. I just say what I need to say. And I'm like, girl, okay, that's it. That's all I got for you. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what it is. Instagram is great. But look at the effects that Instagram starting to fall has had on everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. People's money has dried up. Mm -hmm. People are like, nobody wants to watch this anymore. I don't know what to do. I've been telling y'all for six years to get a blog. How long have I been telling people that? You really have. I, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, <laughs> where is your little website? Because like, it's an O&O. You own you it. You own it. Mm -hmm. It's yours. You're not dependent on a no, platform. Right? Mm -hmm. It's going to fall. Right. The Zuck can't hold it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do we want him Nor to. Nor do we want him to. Right? We are all tired. Right? Like, <laughs> girl, give it up. Like, please, you done bought half of Hawaii. Just go. And oh, yeah. Yes, so much of Hawaii. Deep. He I mean, just owns Hawaii right? now. I hate I it. I can't. It's ridiculous. I hate it. <sighs> Disposable income that some people just don't need. Anywho, mm -hmm. you need to have one platform, but you also need to make that platform something that you own. So even though I'm on Instagram, even though I'm on TikTok, even I own my website, right? I can always go to it. I can always upload on it. I can put a picture on it. I can put a video on it. I can do whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I could change it to look like Instagram if I wanted to. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But people don't understand that. Pull an Instagram on Pull Instagram. Instagram on Instagram. <laughs> right? I want you to. Right. I want you to. Exactly. Because <laughs> this week they're trying to be real. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, which is why they're failing. Mm -hmm. Because that's. That's the tip, right? Home one platform. But they want to be everybody they, else. Yeah. Right. Right. They were doing so good being themselves. And now they're going to play themselves and be non-existent because they want to be Snapchat. They want to be TikTok. They want to mm -hmm. be Be Real. They want to be YouTube. No, 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 If no. they just went on Twitter or maybe even just like, I'm always wondering, like, is it just my ecosystem that things feel really obvious? Mm -hmm. Or like maybe we're not all following this, you know, the mm -hmm. same people. But I'm like... Everyone on my timeline is saying, I miss when Instagram was just photos. Just pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And I'm like, mm -hmm. are they, I mean, do they just not, do they see it and not care? Are they not having the same, are they not seeing the tweets? Like, what is happening? You know? I think a large part of it is that they think that they're smarter than the consumer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is what a lot of brands think, which is why they continue to fail. You know what I mean? So they're like, no, well, we know better than you. But you can't know better than us because we're the user. Right. You're sitting in an office disseminating information and we're telling you the information is not falling. It's mm -hmm. falling on deaf ears. Nobody wants that. So if they were smart, they would go back to the beginning, cut all the crap and go back to photos mm -hmm. and then just be like, it's Instagram, the original. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, I, can you imagine how much that would blow up? And that is hilarious because it. it's not new at no. all. But people would be like, finally. Right. Take the algorithm back to just being sequential and That's like <laughs> put yes. a photo up. Put a yeah. They did it need... for like a second when dumps, photo mm -hmm. dumps were good. I love the yes. carousels. Yes. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Because <laughs> it keeps you on the app longer, yes. which is what videos they right. think do. Mm -hmm. But no. like, that's what we want. Yeah. That's, that's what it. we want. Photo dumps. And yeah. in the moment too. Remember yep. Instagram used to be very in the moment. Mm -hmm. Right. So now it's like, just show me what life has been about for you. Because mm -hmm. I clearly can't see it because I'm not going to see it on time. Right. By the time it gets to me anyway, that's why photo dumps came right. to me. Mm -hmm. Because you weren't getting it in time. Mm -hmm. That's right. Wow. Right. That's why yeah. I love Be Real. I love Be Real. Exactly. I've met like, I have like 30 friends. That's great. And I'm like, I love this. Right. Because it's just in the moment. It's just like, okay, that's where I'm at. Girl, bye. Yes. So <laughs> now I can get back to living my life. Yes. Yeah. And it's, like you you actually feel like you know more of what your friends are doing. Yes, because that's what Instagram was supposed to be. When people, remember when people were t literally taking pictures of like their juice box? Yes. Like, yep. That's what it was. It was like, oh, this is where I'm at. I'm here. Yes. Okay, fun. Bye. Going back to life. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And now they want to they be there. They want to be in every little thing. They want a video of it. They want a reel of it. They want music. 
talk about not being able to keep up, Mm -hmm. right? And so it just gets tired. And Mm -hmm. so as a person and as a creator, you need to hone one platform. Get good at it, right? And be willing to look and be on something that's, like, new. The people that have been on TikTok, right, you can be an early adopter, right? And there's a certain way that sometimes when platforms blow up, so we had the dancers Mm -hmm. and they were doing all that. Now that's dead. Nobody wants to see you dance, right? Mm -hmm. We don't care. (laughs) So you're still in the early adoption phase, really, of TikTok. Right. It's smart to kind of like get in now, figure out where you fit in, establish yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And make it work for you. Mm -hmm. And then it's the slow build too. Mm -hmm. don't try to get a million followers in a day. Girl, that's boring. Nobody cares. They're um, not going to stay with you, too. If no, you they're going to give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's really all. I think the sweet spot really is having between like five and 50,000. Right. Because it's still people you can communicate with. You can still talk to them a lot. You right. can still answer DMs. You can still kind of like have that personal like, oh, this person always DMs me. They always laugh at this. Once you kind of get above that, it just gets harder. You know yeah, what I mean? And it's yeah. not like you can't do it, but it just gets more difficult. For and it's sure. really not as close of the community that you probably intended to build in the beginning. Now it's great for the pocket sometimes and it's great for notoriety and opportunity. And that's wonderful. But it just turns to something different. Right. Yeah. Totally. It's great. It's just different. Um, and I think the last thing that I would say is like have content pillars have buckets that things can fall into, right? So we have the umbrella of the hot mommy. But in that, I'm like always talking about the hot life. Well, what's the hot life? Oh, it's, it might be shopping. It might be me with friends. It's me going to brunch with Freddie and Courtney. That's my sister. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, I'm a hot mom. So now you're seeing all the mom stuff. And it's not like, oh, my God, this is what, you know, I just bought the girls for school. It's like, you know, dumb shit like my kid laying on the floor crying. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? You should get up. Right. Like, <laughs> you look goofy. You know what I mean? Like, it's things like that. Then it's things like being well and like feeling good about myself. Like, OK, so that's the hot bod. That's working out everybody followed me like deciding that I was going to exercise again I'm a former athlete so it's like girl now you don't have these three kids you don't had like direct dysrecti your like muscles are split apart you know I'm trying to get it together, right? So that was a journey. But I brought everybody with me mm-hmm. on the journey, right? Mm-hmm. So then they're like, girl, you're doing it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's fun. That's encouraging for me. You know what I mean? Then we just have all those different things. So break up your brand into different little content pillars because then you'll always have something to make. And you can always pull from that, yeah. right? So if you have money, you have this, you have that, it's like, Today it'll be this. Today it'll be that. Today it'll be that. And if you have five little things, mm-hmm. you're always going to have something to create. And they don't have to be the same. And then people will know what to expect from you. They know what they're going to get from you. They know how they're going to be entertained by you. Mm -hmm. And they're committed to the brand. That Mm -hmm. is so smart. Mm -hmm. I'll say, like, one of my favorite things about your, like, social media presence Mm -hmm. and moniker is that, like, obviously, Leslie knows branding. (laughs) Leslie knows. But, like, what I love, too, because I think sometimes moms may feel nervous Mm -hmm. about having their kids on the internet Mm -hmm. if that's like a potential bucket that they want and like I think that you do it so gracefully but you also keep your privacy and like so instead of like everyone knowing all of her kids names Mm -hmm. she calls it the big one the middle (laughs) one the tiny one the tiny one smart and it's like it's all it's like it's like a title it's like the the B is capitalized for the big one (laughs) you know what I mean it's like very and it's like I feel like that's like I haven't really seen that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that done. And mm-hmm. I just think it's very cool that you're able to kind of you found a way to do both mm-hmm. like sharing, but also making sure that your family's safe. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. I learned that early on because I think as like my notoriety started to grow, I mean, people would see me out. Right. And then I would be someplace. And I always knew from the beginning, never post when I'm there. Right. You know, never, I mean? yeah. I wait till I leave. but then they'd be like, I knew that was you. And I was going to come say hi. And I'm like, girl, no, you weren't. 
<laughs> not when I was with these kids. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, be cool. You know what I mean? Like, these are my children. And so, right. like, I've put myself out there. And so even, like, I just got to the place where I really started kind of showing them on the Internet a lot. You know what I mean? But even still, I'm very mindful. Like, you know, we don't show their schools. We don't do things like that, right. obviously. You know, just all that little stuff. But I do it to respect their privacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would I hate for them to get older. And they're like, oh, girl, we've been knowing you. Your mom had you on the Internet when you was, like, two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, so, like, I just want them to also be able to be like, oh, but she still respected me in that process. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's really important to me. You know, I also call the tiny one the assistant. Yes. <laughs> she spent the time telling me what to do for, she's only oh been God. here four years. Like, you know? She's four years old? Yes. Oh, my God. But, you know, she told me she's been here before, and I believe her. Mm-hmm. She's been to on, Earth. On, oh. <laughs> Yes. Lives. Yes. She's she's Lives. very, she's very, how did you like describe her? Like a Jewish, a little <laughs> oh, older? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a little old Jewish lady. This is true. My husband is Jewish. So, you know, she's like very much, she has like a New York accent. <gasps> I like, it's very interesting. My husband's from New York, but you know, so I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> but I'll ask, I'm like, have you been here before? Yeah. And she goes, yes, we've talked about this. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, what? Oh yeah. I asked her one thing and she goes, it's my scientist friends. They've all told me. And I go, who are these scientists' friends? She's like, mm, they all passed away. <gasps> that, oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, these kids been here before y'all. The kids, <laughs> the kids, because they, they remember. Their they past remember. Life they're more. still close, it. right? Yeah. Like close. the further and further right you there. get, you don't remember. Like kind of like you're, you know, coming into humanity your and presence and your lineage. Oh yeah, oh. I was an old man in my past life. Mm. I see that. You feel that? <laughs> I, I, I've just always felt that. I love that. I don't know why. I just always have. And I'm there. <laughs> someone was like, "What about when he was like young?" I was like, "I don't know. I know that I was old. Right. I was, old. <laughs> right. I was an old man." Yes, I was a little British lady. I know that. Mm. Some days it just comes out. Oh, I yeah. love that. Right? I'm like, what? Like carpets. Mm. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm here. Oh, God. Yeah. Tea time. Right. It's time for tea. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hilarious. Me. Wow. Uh, um. Leslie. Leslie. Yes. Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been in this space for many years. Mm-hmm. Why did I learn more today than I have in five years? Right? In I'm social old. media. No. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you. It's I, never taught. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's never taught. But you want to know why, too? I think that we forget that there's always a new industry being created, mm-hmm. right? At some point in time, there wasn't a technological industry, yeah. right? There wasn't an industrial industry, right? There wasn't agriculture. We hunted and gathered, and then we went to agriculture, and then we did. You know, so it's always developing. I mean, this never seemed like a real job to me, right? I mean, up until probably like four or five years ago, I'd be like, ugh, I don't have a traditional job. I really should have just went to law school. Mm. It would have been easier. But I had my therapist was like, why do you keep saying that? Like, why do you like, why do you keep saying that this is not a real job? Maybe it's not a real job because you keep saying it's not a real job. I was like, you need to mind your business. That's not what I paid you for. (laughs) Right. But when they get too close. Right. You get too close. You You know what I mean? But the truth is, we don't think of it as a real job. And the reason we don't is because we technically just don't have anybody to look to who already did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the large problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's because you just can't say, well, so-and-so did it like X, Y, and Z. Well, then you be the so-and-so, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just telling you this is how it's been done, but it's still being created. And this is why so many brands still don't know how it works. They're figuring it out, right? You have people running these companies that are, you know, 50, 60 years old, you know, so they don't understand that. And then they're hiring people that may be like 20, 25, and they're coming at it from a different way. Right. So it's really just still being built up. And that's why people don't know. There's no industry standards. There's no best practice. It's still like kind of in the, you know, figure it out stage. But that's mm-hmm. why I think 
you're so special because you're like uh, industries are always being created, mm-hmm. sure, but marketing is will stay the same forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, people are going to need to sell. Yep, always. So if you understand these tenets that you brought up, then, thank God. You know, you'll make it, right. and it, and it'll be okay. And you and I will. Being honest, it's like it's been probably a good year, year and a half since I've like really sat down and sent out pitch emails because I honestly just haven't felt like it. Like, I've just been like, girl, I'm not doing it. I'll just, you know, I will do something. I'll write a book. It's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll, I'll just do something else. Because I just was getting tired of the fight. You know what I mean? And I think I'm definitely getting back to the place now. Where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do it. But I'm also ready to do it in a different way. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is why I was excited that you asked me to come. Because I was like, yeah, this is like, I kind of want to do it in this teaching sort of way. That's, you know, like, I know what I'm talking about. You, you know? really do. I, sure. You know, I didn't always think that, but. Yeah. This validates that. So thanks so much. Oh my God! Life. What yes. I mean, you, yes. <laughs> there's not anyone else that would have been as good as oh, you. Thanks. Truly, truly, <laughs> truly. Yeah. Um, Leslie, thank yes. you so much. Thank you for driving from Long Beach to Burbank yeah. last minute. That's love, y'all. <laughs> right? Anyone who's not based in LA, that's love. Yeah. That is yes. love. Real yeah. love. <laughs> Where can everyone find you? Let's, I mean, we all know Hot Mommy, right. but let's get spellings. Let's get oh, ads. Yeah. Let's get mm-hmm. various platforms. Like, let's, let's, let's get it all. Well, let's you can book find titles. Me, right, book yes, titles. Yes, book titles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I can't tell you that until they buy it, but you know, <laughs> call my agent. Um, <laughs> you can find me everywhere on the internet at The Hot Mommy. That's H-A-U-T-E-M-O-M-M-I-E, except for TikTok, where it's The Hot Mommy. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same. I'm there being me, my yes. full self. So come holla. Yes, everyone follow her. <laughs> She's has projects, I feel like, in development or, you know, somewhat happening in so many other buckets outside of social media. So she will also share that. Yes, I'm writing a novel currently. Yeah. It's been in the process probably for about a decade. But, you know, that usually happens when mm-hmm. you're like a first time author. So my agent and I are preparing to go to sub. So please buy my book. Right. Um, it's a coming of age novel about a girl learning to navigate love, sex and relationships in her 20s. Love. Oh, I right? love that. Because yes. nobody knows how to do that. It's no. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm writing that. I And it's fiction. It is fiction. Yes. Loosely. Loosely. Fiction in quotations. Right? You never know. <laughs> um, I'm always writing television projects. So if you're a producer, holla. Because I got mad something to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I recently actually just came off of like doing pilot stuff and so you know i'm kind of looking to get into producing and do more of my ideas than showing up at pilot season but you know i'm always around for that yeah mm-hmm. she's around right she's around yes. your girl likes to talk she's outside <laughs> right she's, she's outside yeah, go find her <laughs> i'm saying okay but i come outside for money <laughs> oh yes that part um, that part <laughs> the same same yes Leslie, thank you so much thank for you. coming. Thank you for having thank me. You. It was a blast. I appreciate you guys. Oh, yes. You. It's been amazing. Listeners, we hope you gained a lot. You better have because we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and join us again next week. Or no, what do we say? Oh, until next week. Right? Until next week. Yeah. Until next week. Bye. Bye. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.